this week it's just me uh, because um, a couple weeks ago we had our panels for Gen Con Online and they went really well. Uh, so we thought rather than kind of restating all the information that happened at those panels, we would just give you recordings of those panels uh, so you can hear for yourself what we talked about. This week we're going to do the uh, What's Up with Onyx Path panel. This is the panel we do every Gen Con for over a decade now, and we do it in most conventions we go to. It's kind of just a recap of what's going on and where everything's at. Uh, and we'll say that if you're listening for like you know a major project announcement, uh, that's not going to be in this panel. But we do talk about the status of some things upcoming and a couple minor things such as uh, some potential Kickstarters coming up down the road. So there's definitely some good information in here, but it may, it's not going to be the, this is the next big game kind of announcement. Uh, but with that, uh, enjoy What's Up with Onyx Pass. Hi, Gen Con online attendees, and welcome to the What's Up with Onyx Path panel. Uh, we do this panel every year. We've done it at other cons, like Virtual Horror Con and Onyx Path Con throughout the year. Uh, we're obviously doing it here because we like talking about what's up. Uh, my name is Dixie Cochran. I'm one of the in-house developers here at Onyx Path Publishing. I'm in charge of Chronicles of Darkness, Exalted, and the editing department. And with me are my co-hosts of the Onyx Pathcast, Eddie Webb. Hello. Matthew Dawkins. Hello. Of course, our wonderful boss, Rich Thomas. With his silver bell. <laughs> and now we and, start the festivities. And also joining us today is Travis Legg, uh, who is our the, scarred lands, working on a lot of our, of our mage stuff, etc. And the master of technology, as we have all seen this morning. I like how my second time running tech yesterday was I, flawless. I yes, so flawless. <laughs> you, it really was, too. I don't I, know what you're I, talking about. This went perfectly because there was nothing that happened before the time <laughs> that you started talking. Like a perfectly <laughs> cut diamond. Whereas yeah. Travis's was a lump of coal. Right. <laughs> oh. So squeeze, are you saying you that we should this put panel very hard? <laughs> I think that means that we should put Travis under more pressure than he's already under. Under pressure. Cool. Done. That's it. Okay. Not all right. Turns a building down, splits a family in two. Puts <laughs> people on the street. People on the streets. We're gonna get sued. Welcome, okay. Stop. Welcome um. to karaoke tower. Name a song. We'll sing it for you. I mean, yeah, that's that's pretty much my personality. Uh, so, Rich, do you want to kick us off? Tell us what's sure. been going on over the past years since last Gen Con. Well, hello, everyone, and uh, thanks for coming to the panel. Um, so this is, of course, what's up with Onyx Path, and uh, what has been up with Onyx Path has been really rebuilding after uh, the uh, the uh, 2019 2020 two very tough years for our creative teams um there was a lot of upheaval and upset and uh, and then uh the sort of existential crisis of covid which you know we're not out of yet uh has has uh, messed with our ability to create for a bit and uh, and people have been coming back to, and they've been feeling better and they've been making a lot of games and uh, and fun things, so it's been it's been pretty cool. It gave us a chance to focus on a couple of different areas that we've been talking about for a while, but really put some emphasis there, like the VTT platforms, and um, and of course we've been continuing with uh, our Kickstarters, uh, including one that is coming up, which mm -hmm. is for uh, the deluxe Werewolf 20th Anniversary Edition. Apocalyptic record. And, hey, you said uh, all the words. I have trouble I saying did all, all the words. words. <laughs> um, and uh, and we actually have a pre Kickstarter page uh, for that. You can sign up and then get notified for when it starts um, on this coming Tuesday. So 
You don't have to worry, but you might miss it, which a lot of people do. And then we hear about, oh, no, I missed it. I can't believe I missed it. Um, sign up on the pre-Kickstarter page. It will alert you. I, I don't know how many times it alerts you, but uh, this is the first <laughs> time we've used one. But it, it has worked for a lot of Kickstarters, and uh, we think it will work for us, too, and work for you, all of you who are interested. So I believe in honor of the 20th anniversary, edition, it will alert you 20 times. <laughs> um, and then um, uh, one of the things you'll be noticed, you might have noticed all of the last month, is that a lot of our Kickstarter projects from the previous couple of years are now become, coming into fruition. And so we've had a run of really great uh, core books for Chronicles of Darkness. Um, uh, we've got uh, just recently, just this month, we had Deviant the renegades uh and we just put out last wednesday or this you know whatever it is two days ago three days ago uh where are we what time is it um uh mummy time? uh mm -hmm. second edition so it's and hunter and and then hunter's gone to backers right right mm -hmm. we've got the corrections back and we or we haven't and uh, we're close I close to getting the corrections back and getting that ready to go out as well yeah and um, that'll be a next week job as of right now when we're recording <laughs> and ghost hunters print on demand version is also um i think uh percolating at drive through so another decent uh decent book for uh, for your fun for for regular for world of darkness versus chronicles um so lots of things happening then the um the it was just something about um what was i think um, it, it went through my head and out. And I'm sure it'll come back when somebody's saying something else, but um, we're really happy to be able, oh, this is what it was. So the effects of COVID are still being felt. And one of those effects we've been talking about for uh, a couple of months now is that um, the supply chains and the supply systems and the shipping systems and printers, it's all fakakta. It's all messed up, um, mostly because can't get certain uh, paper from one place, then there's a run on paper, so then they're out of it. Um, mm -hmm. Various uh, machine parts, which they require for the big printing machines, um, those things have to get fixed and they can't get the parts. And of course, there's a, a labor uh, issue as well where people don't necessarily wanna work in a big plant right next to somebody else um, putting things together. So lots of uh, frustration there. And then the shipping industry is just so messed up. So a little slow down on that. We're trying to do the best we can to, to compensate for that. And I think we have a pretty good plan going. Um, it just means it's for, we're releasing books uh, from Kickstarters as PDF and print on demand before, uh, way before the books will actually be shipping in their, uh, in their traditionally, traditionally printed versions. Um, but they, we, we're, we're trying to gang those up and so that we, we don't have a, a lingering problem with it. It was just, we submitted a bunch of books to our printer right when they had no capacity to deal with it. And it's because of, of the ramifications of COVID. So hopefully it's a, it's a one-time thing or it's a diminishing problem thing. Um, and, uh, and we'll be able to get back to, to getting stuff out um, mm -hmm. really in, in sort of in step with the plans that we'd already made. So that's a bunch of the stuff we're doing for um our uh, our entire production schedule, our entire our plans and everything, but 
for some details, how about we talk to somebody else? <laughs> I'm going to pause for one second. Um, if anybody has any questions for us, please feel free to put them in the chat. I'm collating them all into a document so that we can answer questions at the end. Um, so just, uh, you can highlight your message. You can just put question at the front. Um, I'll probably read everything in the chat. So just do that. We're not ignoring you. We'll get to it for the last probably 15 minutes or so. And also I suspect just the nature of these panels will probably may inadvertently answer your question during the course of the panel, so. Yes, that is very common. Someone's like, I have a question. <laughs> it's like, let me do my five minute speech. Oh, okay, now here's the answer. <laughs> I don't want to do another five minute speech. So <laughs> say something. <laughs> Please God, say something. Um, so yeah, I, I, I can start picking up the slack here in terms yeah. of specifics. Um, uh, so, uh, Rich kind of talks uh, a lot about this, but I kind of want to reiterate that, that in a lot of ways, this is what in sports would be called the rebuilding year, um, which is things have gone sideways from to a certain degree because of everything going on. So we're trying to kind of figure out how to move forward in an effective way. Um, so that does mean that that uh, uh, traditionally, and I use that in quotes because I know Onyx Path has done this for a while now, but there's the idea that, oh, well, huge announcements at Gen Con, and we've been moving away from that for a few years anyway, but this is a kind of another big point of that. Our big announcement is we're still making books, and they're pretty much on time, which is a huge accomplishment for <laughs> what everything is going on, frankly. Um, but uh, we still have some cool stuff going on. Uh, we just wrapped up for Realms of Pugmire, uh, the Squeaks and Deep Kickstarter, um, which was really good, actually. Um, I, I, I did... Uh, I, I went in with uh, modest expectations like I usually do, and I was pretty happy with the results of it. Um, that was our book about mice and rats uh, exploring the underneath. Um, and this nice big meaty kind of campaign source book along the lines of Pirates of Pugmire. Um, also, there is another Pugmire book in the works. Uh, we're working on that right now. I can't talk about it right now. <gasps> there's a Pugmire book in the works. Yes, it's, it's being worked on as we speak. Uh, as far as uh, Scion, um, Scion God is also in the works. Uh, that's going to be kind of the capstone, not capstone, uh, the, 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 the fourth book of the Scion trilogy, yeah, uh, as it were. The core trilogy. of the, 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 uh, the myth, mythological uh, core. Right, right. Uh, it, we, we've been kind of finding a way to, an easy way to explain that the past year or so because the first edition was basically just, it was, Hero, Demigod, God, and that was the whole game. Now we have things like Dragon and Masks of Mythos, which are expanding Scion in very different ways. Um, some of which are much more, here's a different faction that's optional. Some of which are, here's an alternate take on the same setting. Uh, so it's a little closer to something like uh, the Trinity Continuum in terms of there's a wide variety of options. So it's been a little hard to kind of succinctly explain that, but God is kind of um, the, the, the book that's gonna finish up like, like mythic path that like Rich was talking about. Um, so that's uh, in red lines now, last I checked. So that's actively being worked on. The team's very excited about that. Um, uh, also, uh, some... Eddie, Eddie, while you're still talking about Scion, um, mm -hmm. I was talking to Brian Jenkins uh, just this Thank last you. week uh, about the Scion TV show that we announced uh, a few months ago. And he is still fine tuning and, and, and working hard on um, the script the, for the, for the first episode, he has the entire series, the, the, well, the first year, I guess, mm -hmm. I don't know if we're calling that the series, we're calling that the year, but he's got whatever the first idea of this a story arc would be mm -hmm. uh, completely worked out. He's now working on the, the actual script for the first episode, um, talking to a lot of other writers and talking to uh, a lot of uh, uh, I don't know what to say. So, actors 
talking to right. actors. Those people. And directors. Yeah. People who, yeah, <laughs> actors, directors, all that sort mm-hmm. of stuff. So it's a, it's a pretty exciting time. But it, Best uh, of boys. It is all stuff we're, we're definitely not announcing. Right. Um, and again, that, that's also really exciting. And that's something that uh, we're in this kind of interesting space where there are now, uh, we have partners doing stuff with us. It happened for a couple of years now, but we don't necessarily have direct control over them. So like, we're just excited about the Cyan news as, as you, TV news as y'all are. Um, but that's not something like any of us are actively working on. It, it's Brian and their team have way more experience doing that. So we're here to kind of just help them out, offer advice, uh, occasionally. Oh, yeah, they'll them. ask questions. Brian will right. say like, hey, if I, if I have uh, Eric Donner do this, is that right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I'll yeah. take that back to the, the, the key devs and say, hey, a question about that and kind of hammer things out. So kind of as, we want it to be as, as authentic as possible to what, also, what Brian wants to do. Yeah. Also, just to like put a, a, a button on that on my end, because they, they've also announced the Exalted TV show that, that, mm-hmm. that, that's in the works. I know there are quite a few people who were like, this production company's never done anything. And it's like, look at all of them individually. Right. It's a new production right. company. Yes. But that's like looking at Onyx Path 10 years ago and going, they haven't put out any books when Rich has been in the industry for forever. So like way too long. They, they they know what they're doing. They have assembled a really good team. Um, and that's that's what's important. Like it's not important that Jenkins and Tate has done anything so far. It's important that all of them know how to do their individual jobs. Right. Like new production companies get formed all the time. Uh, new publishing companies, etc. And if you have a team of industry vets, it's it, it's a legit publishing company, even if they haven't done anything. Because that is something that, like I said, I every time there's like some Jenkins and Tate announcement, there's always somebody who's like. They're not a real company. They don't have any credits, and it's like you know, they're they're new. It, it, it's Funny a lot like um, video video game companies where a video game company will do a project, they'll lay off for a bunch of people, or a bunch of people will leave, and then they'll form a new company and mm-hmm. get a brand new game. Yes, that's the first game for that company, but then maybe the third, fourth, fifth, tenth game for that team or sure. portions of that team. Um, exactly. So yeah. I, I wanted to like experience. say that out in the open because like, yeah. like every time the TV shows get mentioned, someone's like, it's a scam. They're a fake company. And it's like, first of all, we've talked to them. Like, do you think we're stupid enough to sign a deal with a fake company? Second of all, right. no, they're not. <laughs> if, uh, if, the, if the audience is particularly curious about the pedigree of people working on the show, you can always check out their internet movie database pages, which I'm sure will mm-hmm. uh, show you that they have a thing or two under their belt. Oh, yeah. Uh, the other thing about that is uh, is folks, um, Kindred the Embraced was a long time ago. Please don't talk with about another, Kindred the Embraced. With another company. <laughs> not, 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 not you, other people. Right. With yeah. another company, um, which was the original White Wolf, and it really has nothing to do with how these TV shows are going to be made. TV sh- The way TV shows are made isn't even the same anymore. Yeah. There was no streaming yeah. back then. Yeah. So... Um, understood that's a point of reference and it was it was either a, a great thing or an awful thing for people but it really doesn't apply to what is happening with the creation of either one of these shows um or any tv show that's made today and so. and for those in the chat saying you like that i like it too it's a good show in my opinion but right. it's a different show it's a 90 show like we're not going to make an exalted show that looks like it was filmed in 1996 that's yeah. not how this works <laughs> Um, and then to kind of cap off the TV conversation, um, it's like, again, with any kind of partnership with business partners, we can't say anything until that relationship is finalized. Um, so if there were hypothetical other shows in the works, we couldn't talk about those. If there weren't any, we couldn't talk about those. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get that everyone's excited and that's awesome. But there are times we're going to run into NDAs of like, hey, that's 
we, we can't say anything because any kind of acknowledgement or disapproval or whatever is information. So sometimes I get frustrating to have that silence, but these, these, these things are in place for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, to move on to the rest of my stuff on my plate, um, uh, the Trinity Continuum. Uh, the Trinity Continuum is doing really, really well right now. Uh, we um, launched, uh, sorry, for sale, uh, Aberrant a few months ago. I feel like that was about right. Time is a flat circle, so I don't remember everything. Two months ago? I think so. Wow. Wow. It feels longer than that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's still 2020, right? I got that right? Yeah, but we are, we are actually <laughs> past mid-September. I recently got in a, March of 2020. I recently got an email from one of our devs uh, to, a, to a writing team where the dev was like, all right, so we're going to have all these drafts in by October 8th, which gives you six or like eight eight weeks. Yeah. And I have to email them back and say, October 8th is in three weeks. <laughs> Did you mean November eighth? Right. <laughs> yes, boy, that, that's what then that adds up. Right. Um, uh, so uh, after that, um, adventure is in the works. We had a, a Kickstarter for that uh, earlier on in the year, um, mm-hmm. and that is the uh, third of the Criminal Classic Trinity games, uh, getting a new edition. Um, we're really happy with how that's moving along. In fact, that just came out of editing relatively recently, so that is Woo. in progress. Um, Moving into newer books, uh, there is Trinity Assassins, which is kind of a different take on the Trinity core setting. So it's a modern day setting, but it's much more uh, John Wick hitman style of, of, of classy, uh, uh, heightened assassination. Uh, so but you're taking out bad people, so it's okay. Uh, Anima, of course, um, I'm particularly excited Woo! about our, our, our cyberpunk uh version of the game with a lot of MMO mixed into it. We used to play test yesterday uh, here at Gen Con, which was a lot of fun. It um, was really fun to listen to because it was, it was the first time I had heard like brand new people play it, like mm-hmm. just random people that had signed up that I wasn't familiar with. And they were having a really good time. So it was very it, cool. Yeah, well, they were disappointed when it ended, I heard. Yeah. Yeah. Because I had to do a lot of the, okay, like, like for example, there, there was, uh, they ran into uh, a G, uh, SGC and he mentioned he had a six-year-old daughter. Um, and they're like, oh, we should like check her out and make sure she's okay. And it's like, we don't have time for the six-year-old subplot. I'm sorry. <laughs> cold-hearted. We're, we're bitter cold-hearted cyberpunks, but we gotta make sure the little girl's okay. <laughs> Which is so anima though. I mean, that, that hope punk vibe is actually very, very I also cool. love that they got through your scenario while avoiding every single combat you had, yes. except for the one in the MMO. Yes. Which thankfully, because it's MMO, I could just say, it spawns and attacks you. Uh, but yes, that's through playtesting. Um, we have announced that we are doing a Kickstarter as just traditional. We do not announce when it will be. Um, it will be a, we'll announce it when we're ready. Um, obviously, it'll be after Apocalyptic Record because that's the one that's coming up next week. Uh, and then uh, Aether, uh, which Matthew is working on, which is a nice way to segue into Matthew's section of things. Hello. 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 Yes. Uh, so Trinity Continuum yeah. Aether is our Victorian era. We always call it the Victorian era, don't we? The 19th century. It just goes to show uh, how pervasive and insidious the British Empire was, I suppose. But anyway, uh, the 19th century is our setting or era for Trinity Continuum Aether, set approximately 1895, and is a game where... Uh, matter such as flux and quantum isn't very well understood and there's this substance called aether that your characters can interact with at what essentially amounts to three different tiers of power Mm -hmm. 
It's a game where you can essentially use it to affect the world around you in minor passive ways, much like talents uh, or the inspired do in uh, typical Trinity uh, through to becoming well, starting to affect the environment in large scale ways as gogs and starting to affect your body and mutate yourself and uh, become something you weren't before, which is how you become a magog. This is the first time we've talked about these things uh, on any of our panels. It's something that's I think is very exciting. The writers are doing a fantastic job on mm -hmm. now. That's that's the game at a very, I guess, power-based level, but as a setting, it is set amid the fiction of uh, the 19th century. So you've got a lot of H.G. Wells there. You do literally have Martians invading the Earth in this game. Uh, you've got Dracula. You've got werewolves, the Invisible Man. You've got Jekyll Hyde. You have all of these elements, and they exist by name because, thankfully for us, they exist in the public domain, so we can Hooray. do that. Uh, mm -hmm. But there's also a narrative reason for why they exist as really there in Aether, but come adventure and later, these creatures are elements of fiction. So At least that's what people believe. Exactly. So I won't ruin everything, of course. There's much to be explored in the course of playing the game, but that is very much the tip of the iceberg when it comes to Aether. There's a lot of fun we're going to have exploring that. It's currently in final drafts, not for very much longer at all. And yeah, uh, that one has been a lot of fun to develop a, a chaotic mishmash of opinions and views from the writers, the creative t team, and they are coming together to be uh, to condense pressurize. They're all bricks of the edifice of, of this amazing game. Yeah, exactly. Indeed. Very well put. Very well. Put. Matthew's not going to tell anyone about the street fight. The writers had uh, to sort out who was, whose ideas would win, but. No, uh, you know, there, there were injuries. Uh, someone lost an eye and uh, less said about that, the better. Motorcycle chains. Yeah, yeah. It was like Streets of Rage. I, I smashed open a telephone box and there was a turkey, a full turkey in there. So I just ate it and my health went up. Like, cured, cured me of cancer even. So anyway. Are you sure you're not playing Anima? <laughs> this is where our games intersect. Uh, but other than Trinity Continuum Aether, I am also developing a lot of They Came From games. Uh, people will, of course, already know about Beyond the Grave. It has already been on Kickstarter. It's not that far off from being delivered to backers uh, in PDF, so look forward to that. We also have Camp Murder Lake, which is the big expansion to Beyond the Grave, covering 1980s slasher movies. And beyond that still... You have they came beyond from the beyond. classified beyond the beyond. That that sounds like a very uh, out. Well, we meant we were talking about the outer limits yesterday, uh, kind of outer limits game. But anyway, no, we don't have that. We have they came from classified, which is an espionage movie themed game, and I'm co-developing with uh, Michele uh, Masala. Uh, they came from the Cyclops' Cave, which is based on fantasy movies ranging all the way from Sinbad, uh, The Seven Voyages, Clash of the Titans, Harryhausen kind of stuff, all the way through to Sword Krull. and Sorcery of Kroll, Hawk the Slayer, um, Sword and the Sorcerer are my personal favorite. Oh, yeah, and, the, 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 the yeah. giant forked sword. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Fires its blades. I love exactly. It's the, it is the most practical way of using a sword. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, there's a lot of time I could spend on talking about they came from, and I often do. Uh, but <laughs> it, the only thing I really want to say at this time, beyond any questions people might have, and by all means, post them in the chat, 
is we handle each genre in they came from in a different way via the system we went into this a little with the story path q a yesterday but the uh we have things so for instance in cyclops's cave we wanted a way to evoke magic uh the ability to use magic in the they came from setting and we didn't want to just suddenly start throwing in gifts and the like from trinity so we've managed to wrap magical effects as magical special effects into the cinematics chapter i'm so they happy work. that worked out yeah, they function in the same way as cinematics in the sense that you purchase them with your rewrites, therefore you need to fail several times in order to pull off your increasingly outlandish special effects that are your magic. Um, for um, classified, we have things like fiendish plots and plot twists where you can have where you can basically lay out the course of your story with the cards in the game. So it's a different way of building a game. It's a different way of implementing a twist. There's an air of fiasco to it, but it also plays into that idea of villains returning for sequels, uh, <laughs> spies becoming double agents all of a sudden because the twist <laughs> is the person who's been working for you has been a villain all along or vice versa. Oh, the old gun move. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, 007. <laughs> <laughs> Then, uh, and then you get to go back and go, actually, I am a trouble agent. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes, I'm very confused. <laughs> uh, Rare quadruple agent's the best. Hmm. And uh, yeah, and I'm also running They Came From Beyond the Grave later. I'll mention this now. It should be in the Onyx Path Discord. Can't see any reason why it wouldn't be. That'll be at 4 p.m. EDT. I'm running that for people who signed up via the Gen Con website. If you're watching this and you signed up for the game and you haven't joined the Discord yet, I've sent you a message via the Gen Con website. So please check that. Join the Discord and say <laughs> that you're here. Messages. And what's more, once you join, go onto the Gen Con website just to tick off that you turned up for the game and it ran it's very helpful to us but one more thing on they came from and uh, this is because i'm also running a they came from classified game for albacon in a couple of weeks it's beginning of october uh, it's another online convention there's still a couple of spaces available on that so that's a l b a con uh, it's a Scottish-based convention. I'll be running Classified for that. And if you want to play, I promise you a very good time that will be very much akin to John Steed and Emma Peel's The Avengers uh, in colour. So there's a da, fair da, amount. Da, da. <laughs> you have a good time or Matthew will personally come to your house and apologize. <laughs> yeah, I give you my <laughs> solemn vow. Uh, and I'm not done. And, uh, and we will <laughs> wait, wait, to... we talk, we're talking about the, the two uh, that came from. The one thing I did want to mention, and it's just a mentioning, and uh, it's because, you know, this is the What's Up at Gen Con panel. We always try to say something that's, that people don't know already. Um, and there's a really, really good chance that when we do the Kickstarters for they came from classified and they came from the Cyclops Cyclops cave that it's going to be a double feature. Cyclops uh, clave is a werewolf crossover now. Double yes. feature. Uh, yeah. Double feature. Yep. Um, and that both yes, books will right. be kickstarted at the same time. So I think mm. uh, we, we're going to have a little bit of fun with the idea that it's a double feature. So imagine it's a double feature. Imagine that you are going to see Octopussy because it's the most ridiculously titled James Bond film. But before it starts, you have to sit through Sword and the Sorcerer. And no, for me, you don't have to. <laughs> you are blessed to be able to sit through the tale of Talon 
versus Cromwell. And, and if you're an Go, American Horror well Story done. fan, this season that's got that's going on right now is called Double Feature and has two different stories. So we can just play off that popularity. Um, one thing I do want to interject before Matthew continues on, kind of that he will talk incessantly without stopping for breath. Um, <laughs> love you, Matthew. I don't blink either. It, it's kind of that. Um, no, I. When Matthew is running his game leader in our Discord, if you want to listen in, you can. Just go into the Discord channel where he's running it, mute yourself, or I will mute you. Um, and if you want Fantastic, to talk about will. it, talk we'll it. in the Watch Party channel, um, yes. because the actual Gen Con Online channel is for players. Um, so if they need to talk to each other in text, they can. Um, but we had a lot of fun actually watching Eddie's game yesterday. So if you want to mm -hmm. have some laughs, because um, you know it's going to be the game from game, then coming out, watch uh, Matthew's game leader on today. That's all. Keep talking, Matthew. Yeah, okay, I will. And uh, for those of you who are carefully watching me, no, I haven't blinked since I started. <laughs> and uh, that's a perfectly natural <laughs> state for me. No it's blinking, a, fake uh, accent. The whole I just thing. have a very wet face. It's fine. It keeps my eyes naturally <laughs> moisturized. Because you're from yeah. beneath the sea? Yeah, yes. yeah. This is nictitating membranes <laughs> in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, World Matthew of Darkness. I ah. over. I oversee the world of darkness by way of Onyx Path Publishing, and uh, we are very close to issuing uh, the last, as we know it, of our stretch goals for Cults of the Blood Gods being Forbidden Religions. Yes. Uh, we are currently going through the first proof of that book, so look forward to that one uh, being released in the not too distant future, uh, by, you know, providing it passes approvals, both muster, I'm sure it will. And uh, but that's not all, of course, for the world of darkness, because as Rich mentioned at the head of this panel, uh, apocalyptic record for werewolf the apocalypse is going to be our next Kickstarter as of Tuesday. The link occasionally pops up in the chat, so please do pre register to be notified when that goes live. This is our big book of meta plot for Werewolf the Apocalypse. is taken from the opinions of five different auspices, lots of different characters from those auspices, uh, giving a lot of different opinions of a lot of events, both uh, mundane and umbral and worm-related, weaver-related, but through the lens of their particular auspice. And that was very important to myself and my co-developer, Leith Shields, because it's often the case in Werewolf that everyone sees tribe first, auspice distant second, and we really wanted to bring the auspice back up to the front, as this is the way that the pack is divided, and right. this is how your roles are assigned. Uh, it's less to do with lineage and more to do with, I guess, fate and how the spirits have chosen you, and that's where the auspice comes in. So... Mm -hmm we really exhibit a lot of different voices and provide a flurry, a huge amount of uh, plot hooks and player tools uh, to use in your Werewolf the Apocalypse games. So I think anyone who loves Werewolf, anyone who loves the World of Darkness would do well to back this book, especially if they like Beckett's Jihad Diary. But that's still not all for World of Darkness, and this is where I get to do a segue because Travis Legg is here. Uh, because we also are in the throes of various Mage the Ascension releases, some of which Travis isn't on, but most of which he is. So, Travis, take it away. Talk about Mage. Oh, there's so much. Uh, so we are currently, uh, after the wonderful and successful, and I'm ever, ever grateful for uh, Technocracy Reloaded Kickstarter, uh, we're buttoning up a few of the stretch goals for that right now. I believe uh, the status of which are all on the Monday meeting notes, but I think most of the stretch goals are like in the layout 
uh, end of things at this point. One might still be in editing. Um, I have no me short-term memory or long-term memory. I, I have a very narrow window. Um, but those are all on the way and they're all uh, looking great. The work from the writers has been amazing and it's been a blast to um, examine the world of Mage through the lens of the technocracy for some time. Uh, however, if you've been following the notes, you'll also see Lore of the Traditions is on there. Uh, so we got to uh, bounce back to more of the traditional view of, of the world of Mage the Ascension, uh, but bring some uh, new perspectives into play, I guess, without giving away too much. The writing team that we've had on Lore of the Traditions has been um, just incredible. And... Uh, we've gotten a chance to really dive into um, the meat of who these traditions are through the eyes of uh, the cultures that would make them up, uh, being able to look at them uh, through a lens that frankly wasn't available um, to the authors when, when Mage was created uh, due to an, a number of, of reasons. And so to expand that world and uh, take fresh perspectives uh, of it uh, through those points of view and through those life experiences and to watch that blossom has been amazing. Um, so I'm, I am absolutely pumped to get that out in front of folks. Uh, and I am just, I have, I, I can't summon the words to describe how proud I am of, of being involved with that book. Uh, the authors really have, it's been mind blowing and, and and a true blessing to be able to work on it. So I look forward to the day where I can start sharing that with you at home, and you should too. So keep an eye on the Monday meeting notes for where uh, Laura Traditions is going. If I could just uh, jump in there, the uh, the Monday meeting notes that Trevor is referring to was sometimes referred to. Uh, if you're not aware, are um, they uh, are part of the Monday meeting notes blog that come I write uh, pull together after our Monday meeting. Uh, that we have every week and so the blog comes out in the evening sometimes around nine o'clock eastern time um u.s time and uh and in the body of that besides my blathering for what an indeterminate amount of time at the beginning are updates to basically every part of the the, the stuff that we're working on including a rundown of where each role-playing game project is in it, the, the sort of the, the production process mm -hmm. from uh, first draft to developmental drafts, to editing, to layout, to uh, proofing, it's all in there. And, uh, and you, can, you can see exactly what your favorite uh, book or game line is up to just by going through there every week. So if, if people don't know what that is, um, you can come onto our website, check out the blog. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And you know, that's where you'll find a lot of your answers to when's this coming out and what's going on with this. It'll be right there in that in that lovely list, I believe, right after or right between the media sections, like right between the media. and the, It's scroll down. You'll find it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> if you see comments, go back up. You're good. Right. Yeah. If you see comments, you've gone too far. Turn around, <laughs> make a left. Turn left um, to the cow. <laughs> reason to celebrate, which we do weekly. Right. To celebrate something. Uh, that's the very last thing that I write each week in the comments. I just love the fact that your blog is so long. We actually have to give directions. 
<laughs> well, we're doing a, we do a lot of stuff. This entire VTT section. Drive down there's, the information highway. Take a left at the out, Check out where you can buy our stuff in case people are not sure what the sales are at the very our various uh, sales partners. No, Rich we have a lot a, of work to that every week, and it's extremely useful. It, it, is, it takes hours to put together. Like I've done it a couple times when Rich was out of town, um, or when he could, he couldn't for whatever reason. And the first time I did it, I was working like. I was always kind of like, why doesn't this go up to like 10 p.m.? I don't understand. And the first time I did it, it took me until like nine o'clock at night to get it all together. And I was like, oh, right. Oh. You write. thousand words. That's why. <laughs> also because you have to like put in all the like, little page breaks and like pictures and make sure the right size. The damn thing good. is pretty much manual because of the, the, the program we use. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes when it's extra long, Matthew will come out from the bushes in like a fisherman's hat and shout, you're all doomed while you're scrolling down. Um, <laughs> That'd be really cool. <laughs> yeah, can we like add a little like gif of Matthew? Just, you're all doomed. Yeah, uh, a, an old sea captain outfit, I think. I think you've yeah, already got most probably, of it. Probably more appropriate. I know you got the hat. Yeah. It would be uh, magic. And speaking of magic, um, so aside from... Uh, Aside from Mage uh, 20th, the stuff with Lore of the Traditions and the Technocracy, uh, Victorian Mage is uh, cracking along nicely. Uh, all the stretch goals are in uh, various states process. of process. Yeah, I did not have the pleasure of working as a developer on any of those stretch goals, but I, er, that's not true. I think I worked on the jumpstart. Um, <laughs> I had to stop for no one, um, <laughs> None of us know what books we've worked on at this point. That's, that's just like part of this job. Is well, like... it's, it, it's extra confusing because I've worked as a writer on most of the stretch calls. Right. So. <laughs> no, I have, I have legit picked up books off tables at like at, at, at physical Gen Con and seen my name in them and go, really? <laughs> what the hell did I do? When did I edit this? Like... My favorite moment was um, Dixie and I have recorded a uh, Deviant Deep Dive, which will come out next week on Yannick's Pascal. Um, and I was hosting that and I was asking much questions. Dixie's like, yeah, and the fiction you wrote. And I was like, I'm like, did I? Oh, right, I did write Yes, <laughs> yes, he wrote the chapter fiction for Deviant. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, no, it is It is so funny. Like, when you work in a, in a creative industry and you're just constantly churning this stuff out, sometimes it's very easy to be like, did I do that? Is that right, a thing I yeah. did? Was I? And also, yeah. it's the kind of the, that... Can I talk about this yet? Okay, I did that thing. Did I do that thing? Can I talk about the thing? Yes, no. Okay, did I do that mm -hmm. thing? There's a whole matrix of questions you have to go through in your head. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very long flow chart once, you, it is. once you've worked on your second project, pretty much. Much from like Rich's blog. That's a great right. example. <laughs> exactly. Dice. Every once in a while, when you're trying to remember what you worked on, Matthew will pop out of the corner and say, you're all good. That is my, my development experience with Matthew, pretty much, yes. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think that's everything on the mage, uh, the mage deck. If I'm not uh, missing something incredibly important, um, well, I, I have an idea for a segue. You know, oh, you, sure. you mentioned the successful Kickstarter for uh, Technocracy Reloaded, but we had another nicely successful Kickstarter for Exalted Essence. Yes. yes yeah, throw it did. to me. Boom. Absolutely. Boom. I will figure out a way to throw it back to you for Scarred Lands, Travis. I promise. That's um, all right. We can you know, <laughs> ping pong this thing all day. Yeah. So Exalted Essence is a project that was one of the first things that I kind of started talking about when I joined this team. Um, mostly with the Exalted devs going like, what if we did a, an, an easier version? Like, what if we just made one that had fewer rules? Um, and it turned out that everybody had had that idea set, like at different times and had already thought about it a whole lot. Uh, so I put a really good team together. We put together a book. 
Um, it, it is a newer version of the system, obviously. It's still a storyteller system, but because we stripped a bunch of stuff out um, and also just tried to like simplify it where we could while still making it feel like exalted with the, you know, rolling lots of big handfuls of dice and whatnot and doing big epic things with your big epic swords uh, <laughs> and rich turning into a bear. Um, oh, I fun. did that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so props to Neil Raymond Price and Monica Specka for their development of that book. Props to the whole writing team. Uh, the Kickstarter did really well. It was just under $350,000. Um, we are in like post Kickstarter development on it because obviously once we re like once we release a book with a bunch of new roles to the general public, they're going to find things in it that we're like, oh, we should clarify that. Um, so we took a lot of feedback during the Kickstarter, which was super helpful. And we are working on implementing it. In fact, I think Neil is working on it literally as we speak, uh, which is very cool <laughs> to know that they are, they are working to get it out there. Um, and then once that's done, it'll go to editing and everything. I'm very, very excited to see that actually become a book. Um, of course, you've got other adult things in the works. We have Exigence that is just kind of like hanging out right now, ready to go. Um, super excited about Exigence. We have Across the Eight Directions getting finished up. <gasps> Rich has a hardback copy of Heirs to the Shogunate in his hands. Uh, ah! Ah! <laughs> I don't even have one of those. That's awesome. So if I can make it like into an animation, if I do this, uh, just like wiggle it. Ah, ah. I'm fighting. So, no, look, they're fighting. No, don't fight me. We gotta go slow so we get the Ken Burns effect. Uh, <laughs> um, one thing that kind of crosses over with the fact that I do editing um, is that a lot of times people will like ask if um, like they'll 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 kind of go like oh this thing's been editing for forever and like a lot of times the thing that's been editing for forever is just sitting there waiting for an editor it's not that an editor's been working on it for like eight months it's that it wasn't the priority project so it is you know hanging out for right now that doesn't mean that it, it's not I think that we'd like to get edited because we would, um, but it, it just means that I'm waiting. So uh, currently in active editing, I do also have Crucible of Legend, the Exalted Storyteller Guide. Um, we were really excited about that one. The Exalted Core is fantastic and huge and also doesn't really have a storytelling chapter. So we wanted to have a separate storyteller guide so that people could get ideas for how to run their games, they just know how to streamline things, how to poke rules if you need to, to like, you know, mess around with stuff. Um, the editor on that one, actually, I, I finally have an editor who is also a hardcore Exalted fan, um, like a really good editor who also really, really, really knows Exalted, uh, which is super fun because when I give it to editors that don't know Exalted, it always goes back to Eric and Vance and they're like, they don't understand this term. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I tried. There's a lot of Exalted out there. <laughs> they couldn't read the entire 700 page core rule book. Uh, so yeah, I'm super excited with, with all that's going on with Exalted right now. We have a bunch of stretch goals from Exalted Essence. I'm actually, uh, one of the things that I'm most excited about, because people always ask for more physical rewards, is that we are working on like a, a messenger bag style thing with, with Nerdy Kepi. I'm wearing a dress from Nerdy Kepi right now. They're fantastic. I love them. That's... And um, yeah, I'm excited to get a bag out there because I know people are always like, I want pins, I want dice, I want you know, bags, I want all kinds of stuff. So well, bags super, are great to carry your pins and your dice and all the many books and your gigantic copy of, you know, Exalted Third. Right, exactly. Uh, so that's, that's what I'm looking forward to with that. Uh, we are also compiling 100 Devil's Night Parade and Adversaries of the Righteous to put them into like full-size books right now. Um, 100 Devils is really cool. And the reason it's been hanging out for a little bit is because we are arting every monster in it. And that takes a bit of time. It, it literally is a... a 100 
I think. <laughs> like it's a it's a lot of art. Um, but that that'll make it a really, really cool source book for Exalted and a thing that we haven't really done before, which is kind of like a monster manual kind of situation for it. Uh it gives you lots and lots and lots of pre-made monsters and adversaries and people that you can fight against. Um, and also just some cool creatures that you can just hang out with and do stuff with. So I'm super looking forward to that and Exalted. Love Exalted. Uh, past that, obviously I do Chronicles of Darkness. Um, just to, a lot of people are already asking questions like, what's up with Chronicles? Why is it going? And like, this is not an open invitation to like harass Paradox. Please don't do that. We like working with them. Um, but that's that's up to them. It's, it's not up to us. Um, there's more stuff I would like to do, but right now we're just not doing it. Uh, I am excited though about some of the forthcoming Changeling the Lost books. We have uh, Kith and Kin is an editing right now. I'm super excited about that one. It has a whole bunch of new kits in it. We've previewed a few in live plays here and there. Uh, and I'm also going to be, I think, giving a couple to one of my other friends to preview at an upcoming game that he's running. Um, so, he, you know, we're trying to get them out there a little bit. Uh, possibly I'll do another preview on the blog before it gets to layout, which is cool. We've also got The Hedge. I'm super excited about that. We've got Home of the Pentacle from Age of the Awakening. And of course, we have stretch goals for Hunter, Deviant, and Mummy all in the works. Um, so there is a lot of Chronicle stuff still coming out. Um, it's just, you know, it might not be for your favorite line. There are 12 lines in Chronicles. So <laughs> I am I am sorry that we don't currently have any like, you know, Promethean stuff in uh, editing, but we're focusing on the stuff that we just made. So lots of Deviant Hunter mummy love. Uh, and then also just, we had a pretty wildly successful Changeling the last Kickstarter and a few books going to do for that. Um, I know that Changeling and Mage are two of the most beloved game lines from Chronicles. So we're definitely trying to keep supporting those as best we can. Um, yeah, so that's that's that. And speaking of the hedge and weird adventures you can go on, what about Scarredlands, Travis? Uh, Scarredlands, I need to work on figuring out how to squeeze a hedge in. Um, <laughs> well, I was thinking it's like a weird magical place where weird sure. bad shit happened. What magic school is that weird? Dixie tried, Dixie tried to roll a segue roll and it failed. Let's just move on. That's that's fair. Yeah, Scarden is kind of like the hedge, but with Same. more metal. Roll. The... I rolled a 15 <laughs> on my segue roll. Thank you very much. Excellent. Um, so yes, uh, Scarred Lands. Uh, uh, speaking of successful Kickstarters, we had the Dead Man's Rest Kickstarter last year. Uh, that book is currently in editing. We have also gotten the stretch goal that was activated for that, the uh, Vigil Watch Kelder Mountains, which was uh, very exciting for me because uh, from the time that I stepped into Scarred Lands, uh, we spent a lot of time like with Yugman's Guide to Gelspad and with Vigil Watch, really sort of looking at... Um, the playable species that are not your standard fantasy groups. We spent a lot of time with the Ironbred. We spent a lot of time with the Manticora, sort of fleshing out, uh, obviously, Dead Man's Rust pays a little bit of attention to the Hollow Legionnaires. So we're fleshing out these species that are not what you're going to see in um, other D&D worlds so much. And with v Visual Watch Kelder Mountains, we really got to turn the lens uh, right onto the uh, elves and dwarves in that region. So that's uh, very cool to be able to sort of see how uh, they interact with uh, the world of Skarn and how uh, they play against sort of the, the typical tropes that you would see in fantasy. A little bit different. The relationships are a little different than you might expect. Um, and they have some really cool uh, history and backstory that we're able to uh, dive into and to tie it into Dead Man's Rust. Um, 
as being sort of the central uh, event that is happening on Skarn uh, right now and how that impacts even these cultures that are several hundred miles away from it. Um, so that was super exciting, lots of fun to work on. Um, we've got, uh, I saw someone had asked in chat earlier about um, other official campaigns uh, for Scarredlands. Then and delete it, that question then. If you've, uh, if you've missed it, um, when uh, as part of the original Kickstarter was the uh, Spirit Ghost Trilogy. And we're working on a couple of different ways without saying too much to, to bring that forth to you now uh, and a couple new uh, avenues. Um, so keep an eye out for that. And uh, Spiritus is up on Astral? Uh, Spiritus, I think, well, Gauntlet and Dagger, I know are. I'd have to look to see if Ring is up right um, on Astral yet. The Astral Tabletop, uh, which is a VTT platform. Um, right. that, uh, that we've done a bunch of things for for Scarlands because it was a convenient place to test that stuff out. Um, Spiritus is up there, and also the jump starts for Aeon, uh, Aeon Trinity Aberrant, Core, and Aberrant and Trinity Core. Yeah. So, um, if you wanted to get started with trying to play uh, the Trinity games, there's there's a, a three jump starts up there um, that. Uh, you could play online use, using the Astral Tabletop um, setup, which is a very easy one to get into. It's very easy, yeah. very low barrier to entry, and they're pretty much plug and play once you log mm -hmm. in. Um, I, I, I don't want to cut in, but um, we are getting close to time, and Dixie's been stockpiling questions. So. Can we do the oh, uh, the sure. comments question first? Because it's a, it's a little, it's a little yeah. bit of I was, I was going to talk to Rather than wait for it, I don't want right. to end on it. Yeah, so uh, the question, we, get, we got a question on, on the blog. Um, so if you yeah. go to the blog, we do pay attention to these things. Uh, what has been the most frustrating thing about COVID for putting out books? What has been the most surprising, including they're not the same, assuming they're not the same thing? Uh, well, I mean, the, uh, for me, the most surprising has been the ramifications of, uh, of, of just how much this has impacted everyone. And I, I suppose I was, you know, I was a little naive. Um, generally, it, it was really hard for our folks to just go, yeah. eh, I'm just going to work on stuff and ignore everything that's happening. And that's entirely valid. And oh, uh, because uh, things were terrifying. And I don't think we remember how terrifying things were and how uncertain. And should I spend my time working on this thing and ignoring what's going on in, in the real world? Or am I just overwhelmed you know, like like a tidal wave uh, by all the all the stuff that's going on in the real world. And so that was, that was surprising, but it also ties into for what was me was the, the amazing way that our folks, our freelancers, our, our, our everybody you see here on the panel, uh, uh, all of our team just came together, helped each other out, let it, let every, <laughs> let people vent, um, just encouraged and encouraged and encouraged and, and reminded folks that, you know, everything, was crazy out there, but we're doing just fine here. And, uh, and it was a good, it, you know, we did the town halls for all of our, uh, our folks just to, just to talk to them and just let them ask questions or even just vent or whatever, because mm -hmm. it was a very, very stressful time and, uh, and people performed uh, admirably. Yeah. I think for me, like it, it, it's a similar thing where like I've struggled with mental health issues my whole life but I didn't realize how much worse they were going to get in this climate 
Um, and a lot of people dealt with that, like folks who didn't have any, uh, often developed something or had to start going to counseling and people like me who already like, I could cope with my day to day. Um, and by six months into everything, I was on new medication, um, because it was just a lot. Uh, and I think a lot of people have dealt with that in a way that they didn't think was going to happen. Because of course, like when it all started, it was like, oh, well, I work from home already. So I'm just going to be right. home more right. like, all right, whatever. Um, this is fine. But then obviously, like, there's still paranoia and there's still being worried and they're still being scared. And like, then, you know, you have to deal with having other people at your house or what happens, you know, when you have a scare in your family or something's happening. And then, of course, all of your writers and editors and developers and everybody, like, they have issues too. Like, we have people in different countries where things went very differently. We have people mm -hmm. here who actually, like, eat caught it or had scares yeah, and we um, don't talk about the people i mean we don't name people who, yeah, no. who, who caught it or came close to it or had a, re a relative who had it i mean that's up that's their stories to tell but we did have to deal with the ramifications of that mm -hmm. yeah exactly so yeah like it's it's just it, it it was hard and wanted to make sure that all my you know people were okay obviously like i understand like i am one of those people who tends to kind of go incommunicado when i'm not doing well mentally and so like but when you're completely remote and everything's via email and stuff that can be very very difficult because it's like are you ignoring me or are you like sick like are you hurt is something going on like what's i just want to help and yeah so that 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 was the hardest for me was just the interpersonal stuff and having everybody like struggle with mental health issues and having to like make yourself keep working despite how you're feeling and that the world's kind of on fire outside um yeah no that was it and like that's that's honestly the most surprising for me too is like i just didn't think it was going to be what it was like even if it went on for a while part of me was like we'll adjust we'll work home we'll be fine we all know what we're doing and like it it didn't really ever even out completely <laughs> like it, it's just now kind of starting to in my opinion but it, it's been a year and a half so on the flip side, however, um, I do know that one thing that, at least for me, uh, as I don't want to say a positive benefit, but it's been a different perspective on things, has been I'm much more aware of how important virtual tabletops are and how game-changing things like that and Twitch streaming and whatnot are to our industry. Because before it was something that was kind of in the background for me, and it's like, that's kind of neat, it's kind of cool, maybe we should do that. But now it's like, okay, this may be the way that a lot of people only get to play, and I got much better sense of how that how true that can be and i know it's something i've been thinking about and how we adjust so that's why like for the playtest for squeaks and for anima i tried to make an effort to do online versions of mm -hmm. it to put stuff on twitch to make videos for these things because i'm realizing more and more that this is how a lot of people consume uh, tabletop role-playing games and how they interact with tabletop role-playing games so um it, it, it's been uh, helpful for me as a designer to do this. And it's, a, it's a realization I think I would have gotten to eventually, but certainly COVID's helped uh, accelerate that process for me. Yeah, totally. Uh, more do questions? A couple more questions. And, and we're just about there. A lot of them we, we've, Please one more. A lot of them we've answered already. So once you worried about it, uh, someone did have a mechanic Scion question. Honestly, I would take them to the Scion channel on Discord because we're not going to be able to answer that right here. Um, someone did ask if for the TV show for Scion, if other pantheons would be represented besides the heavy focus on Norse and Greek mythology that tends to be on TV. And I do believe that is their intention. Absolutely. Yeah. Like they really have looked at what we tried to do with Scion second edition. 
um, to try to make sure that we're that we're keeping the inclusive nature of Zion, which is very mm -hmm. exciting. Right. Um, so that's, that's all that I can besides, say without having seen any casting. <laughs> right. Besides, you know, in, in terms of like what pantheons are going to be, all pantheons are accessible for the for the writers. What characters come from which pantheons? That's going to be something. What works? What doesn't work? Um, the 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 team that we're working on are very proud of of the fact that um, modern uh, uh, Britain, England. Uh, I'm not even UK. I don't even know what everybody wants it's to be called. It's all the same thing, right? Internet. But <laughs> those people that we had the revolution from. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, we currently go by Brexit Island. <laughs> okay, so Brexit Island. Um, Stick to Love Island. Is 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 also is also a, a, a huge melting pot, and there's there's many 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 people from all around the world who live in uh, London and the, the surrounding areas, mm -hmm. and it's just uh, so those the that's all um, part of why they wanted to do Scion is to be able to show uh, a, a lot of different pantheons. Yeah. So a lot of the other questions were things like you know can we expect another v5 kickstarter soon and it's like we announce our kickstarters when we announce them right uh, we don't talk about that stuff we never yeah. have right and to, um, to make it clear we're not trying to be coy and we're not trying to be cute about it we it's, don't always know it's because of the licenses sometimes we don't we think we're going to do this and then something will come up that is outside yeah. of our, our control so rather than continually promise and continually have to go, well, no, we're, we, we just hold off as long as we can until we're really sure it's going to happen. And then boom. Yeah. Now, one question about the thing that we didn't cover, which I think we should at least touch on real quick before we end, is that Zach asked, how is Legend Lore doing? Because we didn't actually talk about it's Legend It's coming. Yeah. It's coming really, really Real well. Soon. And it's coming yeah. really soon. Yeah, we've been working through the proofs on that. Uh, it's looking very good. Had to add a little bit of text. Um, this is what happens with proofing. After you adjust some things, you are, sometimes end up with spaces in the book. So there's a little extra in there than uh, people who back the Kickstarter will have seen. So that's exciting. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, uh, everything is moving along. Uh, good old click now. Um, not a Matt click. He's one of our editors. Um, <laughs> he's a good click. He's a good old click. click. Yeah, he's the best click. Um, but yes, uh, I join his click anytime. But yes, Legend Lore is doing Poor very Matt. well. And it, again, that's another book. It shouldn't be that long, that far off. The backers are well uh, are able to see the PDF. It is beautiful. Too. Yeah. Like, hats yeah. off. It is, it is Mike, Mike did an extraordinary job. Beautiful. Yeah. Book. I'm actually really excited for that one too because that that is your like isekai book and how inclusive that one is is also really, really exciting. Like it's a very diverse book. So. Also, it's you can point at it and say, hey, look, it's a Dungeons and Dragons ride if you're in your 40s. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Which, which I am. <laughs> reminding me of that. I'm not. No problem, Eddie. <laughs> I remember my fault. Come for the announcement, stay for being verbally abused by Travis. All right. Pretty much every Gen Con. <laughs> no, pretty much, yeah. That's about right. <laughs> that's it. I think we're heading time. So let's just go around real quick. Travis, where people find you if they want to talk to you more about Scarred or Mage. Uh, I am uh, on the internet pretty much everywhere at Travis Leg. 
you can find me next here tonight at uh, 6 p.m. Eastern uh, as we are streaming uh, session zero of Trinity Continuum and for Story Path Showcase, uh, which is with a great group, lots of fun. Hiromi's playing, uh, James Sombrano's playing. It's going to be a good time, so check it out. Yeah, I mean, Travis uh, sends us a, a schedule every week for the Monday Meeting Notes blog, and mm -hmm. it lists all of the uh, actual plays and, and various other things like the Story Path uh, focus uh, plays. I guess those are actual plays, right? They're yeah, the showcase. Not, yeah. So yeah, we do um, our session zeros are we build as a team. Uh, we, we build characters and decide kind of what kind of story we're going to tell. And then we do like a three to four uh, art, you know, session mm -hmm. story right. arc with those characters. So, um, and it's cool because we often will have people who have never encountered Story Path or have played it once and it's a different game than what we're playing. Mm -hmm. um, I've written on several Story Path books, but I don't know all of them. And uh, sometimes I, to hilarious effect, get rules backwards between games. And so you also <laughs> need to show how to re recover from GM screw ups if you watch. Um, <laughs> Useful skill. So it's, a, it's a fun. Uh, have you not written Scion? I have, I well, I have written on Scion, but so you have written. Well, no, you haven't written for Diary. I have not written for Diary. Okay, um, I'll say I thought yeah. you had written for all Story Path games, but yeah, and I keep forgetting Scion because it wasn't. It was on uh, uh, Once in the Future. Oh, huh. so I don't think of that in the same way. <laughs> you know, what I mean? like, like I forget that's a Scion. I was just like, no, that can't be right. <laughs> but yeah, short story long. Tune into the Story Path Showcase. It's a lot of fun. Anyway. And, Yes. Go ahead. Sorry, do you have more? Oh, I was just going to pass it off to uh, whoever wants to go next, I guess. I was gonna, uh, Eddie, where yeah. people find you, follow you. Uh, so if you want to find me remembering Travis's career rather than my own, um, you can find me on Pugsteady at Twitter, where I post news on upcoming projects. Uh, my website is pugsteady.com. Uh, you can also find me as well as my uh, co-hosts here, Dixie and Matthew, on the Onyx Pathcast every Friday at noon. Every uh, Friday. We talk about Onyx Path sometimes <laughs> and other stuff most of the time. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I talked about my cat a lot this last episode. So. But it was the rambling episode. Yes. It was the rambling so episode. So it was by that. design, mm -hmm. even though it was not the initial design when we started the episode. Um, and then you can find uh, me and a lot of my friends here at the uh, Onyx Path Discord. Matthew, what about you? They can follow me on matthewdawkins.com. They can follow me on Twitter at DawkinsMP. And like everyone else, I'm on the Onyx Path Discord. Don't be afraid to tag me if you want to discuss that they came from games. And especially if you want to talk about uh, recent releases such as Mummy the Curse 2nd Edition, uh, which uh, as of this week has been released in PDF and print on demand. And I'm very, very happy with it. You can find me everywhere at Dixie Cyanide on Discord at Dixie, you know, Dixie Cochran, hanging out podcast channel, all that stuff. And Rich, tell them where to find you and then say the thing. Say the thing that plays us out. Okay. Um, Rich T at theonyxpath.com. Also, like we mentioned, the Monday meeting notes is a really good the comment section on that. I try to reply to just about everybody. Uh, on the comment section in the course of the week. So if you, even if you don't uh, want to wa read it every week, pop in if you have a question and just pop them on the comments. Uh, the, the one question we put out about COVID that came from the comments. So, you know, yeah. we, we do read and we do read. you read the comments? Um, I was happy about it, but we do read them. Those, those are the basic places you can reach me. And then I just want everybody to remember one, 
Oh no! What the hell was it? Uh, that's uh, many, 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 many paths and worlds. One world path thing stuff. You just forget your own slogan. <laughs> it's 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 the old age. This has one been the world. What's Up with Onyx Path panel, and thank you, everybody. Many worlds. Many worlds. One, one path. path. We are clear. <laughs> uh, top tier leadership in the comments. That's hey, amazing. Let's yeah. just say we're not a marketing driven company. <laughs> That's really fair. That's really fair. We, we have something to point to. If we were so marketing driven, would Richard forgotten our own damn slogan that he puts up yeah. every single week yeah. on the Monday meeting? Notes? Would he allow our company podcast to be what it is? <laughs> exactly. <laughs>